0: I think there's, from the dawn of time, there's been this struggle of thinking about rappers. It seems these people are glorizing horrible things, talking about how much girls they get, how much guns they bust, weed they smoke, banks they rob, grandmas they kidnap. In media, rappers have never gotten the best PR. However, the most beautiful thing about rap is when you look closely, there is no greater teacher in entertainment than rap music. If you want to hear about classism and the political struggles of being a minority or poverty, you can indulge in Tupac. If you want to hear about the cyclical gang nature and what it is like growing up in the Enfranchise community listen to my boy kendrick lamar you see if my professor at university just spit some hot fire bars i would probably have my phd today because rap has done something so incredible get you such succinct information in such a very entertaining package. It's like, like, what do they call it? Um, FUD education, which when you look on YouTube is basically every single successful YouTube channel, they incorporate fun and education in a small little package. And then that is what I guess the masses want. And there is no better teacher in the 21st century than my boy Tekashi69. This guy needs to start teaching a masterclass at Harvard. This guy is literally the light skinned Keith Sweat. He is the Albert Einstein of our generation because what he showed you is a masterclass in digital marketing, in personal brand, in business, in entrepreneurship. I think this might be Steve Jobs reincarnated. Like, I'm not sure. Like, maybe if you squint your eyes really hard, they might be literally. Uh, I, you probably can't even tell them part. Um, with all jokes aside, looking at this and what's recently happened, what's recently developed in the news, you probably heard by now that Takashi 69 has been only sentenced to essentially two years in prison where he's already basically time served. so he only has one year in prison and based on good behavior, he'll be out in June 2020. Now, I'm a little salty because I already kind of dropped like a video on this, but the audio cut out, but that's besides the point. But what we can learn from this is so valuable and I don't think us as uneducated investors should really miss it. There's a couple of lessons, none more important than others, but there's a couple of interesting, fascinating things that I've really took from this, right? I think the number one thing, We all know Takashi is not the best rapper. He does not put his bars, he does not have the hottest flows, rap on the hottest beats, but somehow his words just slap and we need his words and his music. How did he become so popular if he's not even the best? Lesson one. Before you can sell something, people need to know who you are. There has been no person that's been able to suck up and absorb attention as much as Takashi Six Nine. And of course, you can look at everything he does as gimmicks and trolls, but he was so entertaining. Like I think what Takashi Six Nine basically says is, if you're willing to risk it all and really put your mind into something, you can literally take it to the sky. From the literal foundation of what Takashi6ix9ine is, you have to start at his look. Now, anyone can be a rapper. I think it's very simple to be a rapper, but I do not think it is easy. Simple and easy are two different things. So, what do I mean by simple is that if you follow a succinct amount of steps, a precise amount of steps, you can be a rapper. Uh, Little Russ, he puts out a song every week for years. Eventually, he takes off and becomes one of the most successful um, you know, rappers, independent rappers of our generation. He makes more than a lot of rappers who have way more plays in them just because he doesn't have any nasty deals behind him. Takashi69 and all these rappers getting their face tattooed. You see, when someone gets their face tattooed or gets their rainbow hair, Immediately, you know that they're dedicated, without question, because they can't just go work at Starbucks. Could you imagine walking into, I don't know, J.P. Morgan Chase? <laughs> J.P. Morgan Chase. <laughs> Yo, you can tell i'm an american can you, can you imagine walking into a uh, chase bank or whatever you guys call it and uh you know the teller there's like yo my guy checkings or savings which account you want to see hey yo do you want you want to check like this guy can't get no normal jobs would you let him operate on you on the desk rainbow hair face tats are a no-no but what do they help you do become a very recognizable rapper. I mean, when you look at him, he literally looks like those small rainbow-haired troll dolls. That was the look he was going for. He wanted to look like a troll. It's honestly amazing. Number two thing I really learned about Takashi is the notion of just poverty and crime in just america and it really gives you a deep dive and a little bit of mental health too like all of these kind of socioeconomic issues takashi really hits on in a big way what do i mean about this what i mean is people like takashi in society are chewed up and spit out by a system and no one even looks around First thing that I'll say is that Takashi's stepdad was I think he was gunned down or knifed. I forgot what it was, but he was murdered and Takashi came home and saw his murdered stepdad at his house. Why does this never come up when talking about Takashi? Do you know how scarring this is? You know how much mental issues that would give you if that's a picture that you had in your head, your murdered parent? insane it's kind of understandable how he goes a little crazy and benign after that I think in our culture we have a lot of mental health issues that we never get to deal with I think another thing is crime in the community and this this double standard of not to be a snitch Do not snitch. Snitches get stitches, uh, as Jesus Christ said in the Bible. This whole narrative needs to end for a multitude of reasons. I think the first thing that you can see is that how ridiculous this snitches get stitches thing is taken. First of all. Takashi beat his case by basically singing to the choir. He told everything. He told them where the UFOs landed. He told them who shot Tupac. I mean, any information he had, he sung like a canary in court. He sung so hard that even the judge made fun of him for snitching on all his friends and said, don't worry, we don't got to worry about Takashi because ain't no gang going to want to affiliate themselves with this guy because he's told so much. However when you see and review the facts of the case, I'm sorry, but who wouldn't snitch in Takashi's situation? They literally have tape of his own gang kidnapping him. The FBI, the Federal Bureau, literally has recordings Of gang members saying that they might hurt and super violate Takashi, possibly costing him his life. This guy's life was in danger as a child. Remember, Takashi has been famous and only got faced recently in the past year. One year? He's been gangster for two years and now all of a sudden he has a blood oath to the streets. I'm sorry, but... When you're a young kid and you join a gang, right? And you have all of these older folks guiding you and mentoring you. And what situation can you get into? Where now rival gang members, not even rival in their same gang are trying to kill you and kidnap you. That's not no family. That's not an organization. Come on. Come on, baby. Just that notion alone of a young kid, 16-year-old, joining into a gang, signing up for more he can chew, and the gang, when it's ready and done with him, ready to chew him up and spit him out and put him on the street, people getting jealous over his success, that own cannibalistic nature of it. Every time you hear about Takashi's case, you have to think about all of the 16-year-olds who join gangs, who basically sign up for something else, find up for the family, the community of it. And then through some contradictory BS, get caught up and either lose their life or end up doing a crime. Because when you think about snitching, you either have a couple of alternatives for Takashi to handle a situation. People say for him to be a real gangster, you know what a real gangster does? they literally take the gun and the people who kidnapped them, they just kill them or the people who are threatening Takashi's life. They Takashi should kill them first. And we wonder as a society, why Chicago has more murders in it in one year than Iraq did. Shout out to all my shy savages out there. It really, this case really shines a light to a lot of the BS we allow and condone in our society. And number three thing that I think is interesting is this notion of rappers kind of encouraging BS and being these bad Romanovs. Let me tell you something, like, crew? not so much that they're encouraging, it's that they're storytelling. You see, the great thing about something like Takashi 6ix9ine is it gives you an introspective, detailed look into the underbellies of society. So while you go to your middle class job sitting on your ivory tower, you can't ignore the uglies of society that are happening in this day in a town, in a location that's not too far away from you. You see, Sakashi should be a crime novel writer. He should be a Martin Scorsese. He should write The Irishman. Because what rappers allow you to see a snapshot of what society is going through right now and the stories that they tell are so important because without their knowledge, without them spreading it, we would never know and without them putting it over a classy 808 weight beat we would never want to listen to it so powerful and the last thing that's super interesting about takashi 69's case is what is he going to do in june when he gets out he's already said he's not taking witness protection can he become a gangster rapper i have one prediction of what's going to pop off with takashi super simple my prediction is he's going to do a rebrand. Not only on Takashi, but on what it means to be a snitch. My prediction, a bunch of memes by Takashi himself clowning snitching. You know, think about the memes as like, Y'all, let me tell you a secret and him like immediately telling that secret. His songs are going to be like, I want to tell you everything, girl, you know, songs like that. He's going to come out with songs like that. Um, He's going to make snitching look cool. He's going to point out the contradictions in my prediction of how corny it is that we in the black community and in pop culture, we villainize snitching. And I think he's just going to be just on top because if you, he's going to be back on top, because if you think that everything that Takashi did in his rise to success was an accident or a fluke or a blimp in the matrix, I think you have another thing coming. And I think just from his overall attitudes on when it comes to personal branding, when it comes to work ethic, when it comes to value creation, when it comes to entrepreneurship, When it comes to all of those things, I think he literally has done a masterclass on what it really takes to be not only a successful rapper, but a successful person or, I guess, entrepreneur in the 21st century. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Make sure to subscribe, share this on Twitter, you know, click that little share, 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 share button. And we flight crew, we have to take off and leave a five-star review on iTunes because that's how we grow.